0: Welcome to the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast. I'm your host, Mary Jilkowski. I'm an author, speaker, and all-around self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hello, my self-lovers. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, I want to make sure that you're giving yourself the gift of self-love. Now, if you don't know what the gift of self-love is, it's a workbook that will help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to finally love yourself. And it's now available in stores and online worldwide. Oh my goodness, I've been waiting to say that because I've been working on this book for years. I poured my heart and soul into it, compiling everything that I teach at my retreats and putting it into this heartfelt, relatable, and actionable workbook for you. The cool thing is this book is a combination of me sharing my life story and everything that's helped me on this self-love journey, including body acceptance, and it's a workbook that you can actually write in. So every single thing that I share, you can put into practice right away. There are quizzes, journal prompts, self-reflection exercises, self-love challenges, all of which will help you with body image, confidence, self-worth, and self-love. I'm holding it right here. It's right in front of me, and it's absolutely gorgeous, not to toot my own horn or anything, but we've nailed the design on this one. It makes such a wonderful gift both for yourself and for your loved ones. Perhaps you have a friend that could really use this message and that, you know, needs a little push, loving push in the right direction, and I think that this book is just a great gift hence the gift of self-love. So if you haven't gotten it yet, you can get it today by going to com slash book. I'm certain that the tools I share in this book will change your life as much as they've changed mine. So again, that's com slash book and give yourself the gift of self-love. Hello, my self-lovers. Welcome to another episode of the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something that Seems a little unsexy, but I think it's a skill that a lot of us get to harness and get better at because I think our culture and our society as a whole prioritizes and encourages this lone wolf kind of mentality. And as a result, we have a pretty hard time asking for help and support when we need it. And granted, that leads to a lot of unnecessary stress and feeling really disconnected from our community and just feeling like the weight of the world is on our shoulders and we don't have anybody to lean on. So today I wanted to talk about asking for help. I want this episode to serve as motivation for you to go out there and ask somebody for some help and support. And we'll talk about the different ways that that looks like. But before we dive into the content, I want you to take a moment to think about what is one thing or one area of your life where you could really use some support. And I use support very intentionally here because support Is not necessarily help. Support can be emotional. It could be just somebody's presence or advice or feedback. Support can be something as small as Hey, can you help me bring in the groceries? Or could you listen to me on the phone while I talk this idea through? Or can you do something for me and get something off my plate completely. Support can take many different forms, but just so that you get the most out of this episode, I want you to think about what thing or what area of your life could you really use a little bit of support? We'll come back to that question, but for now, I just want you to kind of have a personal situation that you can apply what we're going to talk about today, so that way I'm not speaking into the abyss, and you actually feel like you'll walk away from this episode and you'll know exactly what to do and have the courage and motivation to do it. So, a lot of people believe that asking for support means that we've somehow failed, right? Like you couldn't do it yourself, which means that you're not enough and you didn't try hard enough and you're being lazy and you should do better and you're somehow inadequate because asking for support means that you couldn't do it yourself. And our society has put so much emphasis on being independent, right? Like we have the whole thing of be a strong, independent woman and juggle all these things. And we've talked about before just how the pressures and expectations are enormous, not to mention that we are becoming more and more individualized in the way that we live and in the way that society is formed. So things like... The fact that a lot of us don't live with our parents. And for some of us, our parents are across the country or across the world, and we don't see them often. And we connect with people on social media briefly, but we don't spend a lot of time having deep talks on the phone. And we rarely invite people over these days. It's usually always, let's go out, let's have dinner, that kind of stuff. And personally, in my life, I've been trying to do the opposite. I recently reconnected with my best friend from Calgary and we spent two and a half hours on the phone. I think phone conversations are highly underrated, even though FaceTime and like video calls are great. I find that there's something intimate and special about the phone where you just hear someone's voice. I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like less distracting, I guess, because you're not seeing everything that's going on in their background and you're just really, really focused on what they're saying. But anyways, we have become so independent almost to a fault and it's made us really disconnected and I think stressed out and in my opinion, unnecessarily, because a lot of things can be fixed with just a little bit of support. And I've recently learned this in my life, specifically my business, which I'll tell you about a little bit later, but I was even thinking about other examples like outside of work or business. And I thought about just yesterday how boyfriend was sitting at the kitchen table for hours working on this spreadsheet that he had to get done for his company. And he was stuck on a specific formula and I was doing something like in the house around the kitchen, but like I was in his presence. And eventually I was like, Hey, what are you working on? Like, you look stuck. And he's like, yeah, I've been stuck on this formula for so long. I just can't figure out why these numbers aren't coming together. And I've taken two Excel courses. So I know enough to figure out at least some things about Excel. So I came over and it literally took me like a minute or two to figure out what was wrong with the spreadsheet and why it wasn't working. And it was because I remember learning this specific formula at some point in college and so I looked at him and I'm like, why don't you just ask me for help? Like, you know, I know a thing or two about Excel. And he didn't say anything. He just kind of shrugged. And I realized that just even the act of asking for help, like, hey, could you look at this? Like, we feel a certain level of shame or like we're bothering people. But in reality, Most people are happy to help. Most people are waiting for an opportunity to help somebody. I don't know about you, but I literally will stand next to the door and slow down if I see somebody walking behind me just so I can hold the door open for them because that actually brings me joy and I geek out about Excel and that also brings me joy. Not to mention, I want to help my favorite person, my partner, my lover, you know, and I'm happy to do so. And I think that mindset applies to so many scenarios. I think so many times we think that we're bothering people or that we're a burden when actually asking for help and receiving that support from somebody can not only lighten your load, but also bring somebody else joy and make you that much more connected. And it's kind of one of those win-win situations. And if you don't ask for help on the flip side, and if you don't learn how to receive support, then it's a lose-lose. Then I don't get to help my boyfriend with something that I secretly kind of like. I know you can hate me, but kind of geek out about Excel. It's a pretty powerful tool. And it's a lose because he's sitting there banging his head against the wall, trying to figure out this formula in this god-awful dense spreadsheet. So think about how you can shift your mindset from asking for help and asking for support is going to bother somebody and make me a burden and it means I failed and I'm not enough, da-da-da, to the exact opposite, which is asking for help is abundant. It's powerful. It's expansive. It's, It's connecting. It's joyful. So many things come out of my ability to make powerful requests and my ability to receive and my ability to know when I can't do it all myself, or maybe know when I can do it all myself, but I simply don't want to. A strong, independent woman is not somebody who never asks for help. Strong people are those who are brave enough to know that just because they can do something doesn't mean that they should do it all alone. So to summarize all of that, here's some mini mindset shifts to make. Asking for help is a sign of strength. I found this Barack Obama quote that I love. I want to share it with you. He said that asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. It means you have the courage to admit that you don't know something and to learn something new. That reminds me of another quote I read that said, four things that brave people say. And the four things are, I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. And the last one is, I don't know. And sometimes throwing your hands up in the air and being like, I don't know, I need somebody to help me is actually really brave and really big of you to do. Another mini mindset shift to make, well, actually, I just said that one, reaching out when I'm in need is brave. It's a brave thing to do. And lastly, requesting support makes me abundant. Abundant in relationships and connection and time and money, abundant with my energy, because you must receive in order to give. You have to, have to, have to receive help, receive support, so that when it's your turn, you can also give help and give support. It creates an opportunity for reciprocity, which brings me to one of the things that I listed as reasons to ask for help. And I actually wrote this for myself as a lot of my content on Instagram and on the podcast and everything that I create is essentially reminders for myself. But one thing that I wrote down is that asking for help creates opportunities for reciprocity because asking for help and helping others goes hand in hand. And so if you are in a relationship. Where somebody is constantly taking, 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 and never giving, think about how exhausting that is. But one thing we don't think about enough is when you are in a relationship and you feel like somebody's just giving, 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 and you don't even know how to repay them. That's also an uncomfortable feeling, especially when it's over the top. And I'm not saying that you don't deserve good things or that you always have to kind of do this whole tit for tat, back and forth, giving each other kind of thing in your relationships. But what I mean is that there is a time and a place where you also want to serve, where it brings you, again, joy to help somebody else because they mean so much to you. And if you don't give people that opportunity to do the same for you, then it's actually going to deteriorate that relationship. So essentially, asking for help creates opportunities to build trust and strengthen relationships, which is quite frankly the opposite of how a lot of us think about asking for help, which is, again, that it's burdensome, that it's too much, that you don't want to bother them, et cetera, et cetera. Also, helping each other brings us together. Teamwork makes the dream work is something my stepdad always says to my nephew. And the more the merrier, or it takes a village, better together. Like all of these cliches about community, those all involve helping each other, code word each other, which again, you have to receive in order to give. And speaking of receiving, this is something that's very powerful and a little bit out there. So I'm going to be cautious with my language to make sure that I'm communicating this clearly. But when you are receiving, when you're receiving help, when you're receiving support, the act of receiving lets you step into your femininity, which is feminine energy. I don't mean male or female or anything gendered. I mean the energy of feminine, which is openness, softness, that ability to receive. And learning to receive a helping hand is a stepping stone to learning how to receive love in general. So if you can't let your partner help you bring in the groceries, then chances are it's going to be that much harder for you to receive their kind words or receive their affection or receive them in general. It's this bigger thing about Learning to receive love and learning to be open and learning to just be in that embodiment of feminine energy. And the last thing I want to touch on is a little bit more like practical now that we've done the esoteric. This one's a little more practical, tangible, often work related, I feel like, but something that I've learned. Literally, this morning is that when you ask for help, you actually empower yourself to stay in your zone of genius and you empower others to stay in their zone of genius. So, especially when it comes to the workplace, when you can delegate a task to somebody else because you're like, I don't have the time for this, this is outside of my scope of work, or I don't want to spend the time on this, or I'm better off doing other things then not only are you taking stuff off your plate so you can focus on other things that you're much better at, but you're also giving the other person that you're handing the task off to an opportunity to step into their skill set and their zone of genius and their expertise. So the way I learned this is actually because I am gonna be hosting another retreat. If you follow the Retreats by Mary Instagram page, you know that I softly announced that The next retreat will be in Europe, and I'm really excited. It's going to be late spring in Europe. I haven't announced the location yet because I still need to get everything up on the website. Well, I reached out to my web designer, and she told me about how much it would cost to get all this stuff up on the website and for her to help me, and granted, I could do it myself. It would probably just take me twice as long and make me very frustrated because I'm not a web designer. And at first I was like, oh, it's okay. Like I'm a bit strapped for cash right now. I'm just going to build it myself. It'll take extra time, but at least I'll save money. And then I kept sleeping on it. And I'm like, there is no reason why I should be spending weeks building a website and the application process and the sign up process for this next retreat because again, it's going to take me twice as long and make me so frustrated and drain my energy and take me away from doing the things that I'm actually good at and the things that I actually love to do, which is podcasting and writing and creating content and connecting, or maybe it's taking a nap. <laughs> I also love to take naps and I haven't been sleeping well. so. Anyways, I just know that my energy, like I just don't have that in me, nor do I want to have it in me. And so I emailed her this morning and I said, you know what? On second thought, I'm willing to spend the extra money. Every investment I've made in you has been so, so worth it. And it's going to take so much off my plate. And I'm just going to trust that the money stuff will work itself out. And I paid her. So, I'm saying this because this goes to the point of how asking for help and requesting support is actually abundant because A, we've created this relationship where now we're working together and we're creating something new. And again, opportunities for reciprocity, we're being collaborative, and it helps Ashley, my amazing web designer, work on her skill set and her expertise, and I can stay in my zone of genius and all of that. And on top of that, you will not believe that after I sent this email saying, yes, I want to work with you, I literally got four brands in my inbox asking to work with me on a paid collaboration. Now, this is really big for me because I honestly have not worked with brands for a really long time. And my inbox has been crickets. I don't know if it's because I haven't been spending so much time on Instagram lately, or if it's a budget thing or whatever it is. But truthfully, the money has not been coming in as much, which is okay. So it really surprised me when for so long, my inbox has been pretty quiet. And then as soon as I sent this email, it was like, bam, the universe was like, here's money. So you can pay your designer. So you can continue on this trajectory of doing things that you're good at and focusing on creating the vision behind this retreat instead of spending time tinkering on this goddamn website, which I don't like doing. (laughs) So all of that to say, when you're in that space and you can step into that and you can embody that feminine flow and that feminine energy and you're able to not only refill your own cup but also you filled it so much that now it's overflowing to other people you can serve the world you are hopefully more rested or at the very least someone is helping you carry your groceries and your arms aren't as sore and tired, (laughs) even those little things count. So I hope this gave you some inspiration and motivation and a little loving kick in the butt to go ask for help. I know you've been thinking about your own personal situation and areas of your life where you can ask for help and receive it with grace and appreciation. And on that note, I would love to ask you for some help. I am working on getting sponsors for the podcast, and it's been really difficult because the podcasting world is a crazy beast, and I have no idea what I'm doing, and besides me and my incredible editor, Bethany, we're kind of a two-people show, and yeah, I don't know anything about advertising or monetizing, and currently this podcast is self-funded, i.e. I make nothing from it. I just work on it every single week and hope that it brings value, but it would be really nice to make at least something to cover the costs. So I've been working on hopefully getting some sponsors or some brand to believe in it and help me continue doing this and make it sustainable. So what would really help is if you have 60 seconds, could you either A, send this podcast or any podcast episode to a friend. Maybe you can scroll through all of the topics that we've covered and you can check out one that you think your friend might be interested in or you think that would be helpful to them. So you can spread the love and share the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast. That would help tremendously. And if you haven't already, and again, if you just have a minute to go to the Apple Podcasts app. If you have an iPhone and you go to the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast, you can scroll all the way down and there will be a place to leave a review. If you could just leave a one-sentence review and let us know what you think of the show, then it really, really helps the podcast grow and it helps brands see that this is something worthwhile and hopefully maybe they will want to invest in it. So that is my request for you. I hope that you can help me out with helping the show grow. And regardless, I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you listening. And I hope this episode helped you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. One last thing before we farewell. If you've been enjoying the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast, we would greatly appreciate if you could leave a short review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps the show so, so much. I absolutely love hearing from you. And as somebody whose love language is words of affirmation, your words mean the world to me. Just go to the Apple Podcasts app and scroll all the way down until you see the review section. And from there, you can just tap the star thing and leave your own review. Thank you so much for supporting me and this greater message of self-love for all. Also, feel free to send this episode to a friend and spread the gift of self-love. And speaking of the gift of self-love, make sure you pick up my book, which is available in stores and online worldwide. Just head to maryscupoftea.com slash book, and you'll find all the links to give yourself the gift of self-love. I love you all so, so much, and I will talk to you next time. Mwah!